0: Hello and welcome to the Oasis Church Podcast. Wisdom is living well in this world. It doesn't mean that everything goes well for you. It it means that whatever life is throwing at you, being able to live well through that experience. For what could be more foolish or weak or despised than a crucified man? A man dying on a cross in disgrace. And yet, 1 Corinthians says that Christ has become for us the wisdom of God. Thanks for joining us. Good morning, morning, morning. morning. Um, good morning in the hall, good morning upstairs in the balcony, good morning online. Um, it's great to be together. Um, in case you haven't already noticed, we have the children in with us today. And it is wonderful to have the children with us. We are a family of all sorts of different shapes and sizes and ages. And um, because the children are with us, you might find there's some noise at different points, and we're totally comfortable with that. So if you're new and you're thinking, is it okay that there's some noise? It's okay. Please don't worry about it. We're we're used to that, and we're cool with that. and, uh, and there's going to be some, some chocolate today, and I'm sorry for you online. You know, I, I wish I could do a kind of virtual chocolate send, but just know that the thought was there, um, if that's any consolation whatsoever. And we were going to be having an OKC party out back today, but unfortunately, some of the OKC leaders have been unwell. But I do think this is an opportunity for us to say a big thank you to all of those who serve out back, week in, week out, giving our children a great experience of church. So, can we just give a round of applause to any OKC leaders? Thank you. So instead, we bring the party into this hall, okay, to your homes, and I'm going old school and I'm standing. Um, I wonder what's the best gift you've ever received? What's the best gift you've ever received? Have a little think about that. And what I'd like you to do is to tell us on screen what your best gift is. So if you get your phone out, you're going to see on screen there's a QR code. You can scan that using your camera function or your phone, or go to slido.com and then type in hashtag wise. You can do this at home, you can do this in the room, and just write down what's the best gift you've ever received. And while you're doing that, let me tell you what one of my best gifts was. I was just 10 years old, and for Christmas... I got a videocassette of the film Hook. And that came alongside a remote-controlled car. And that, for me, was one of the best gifts I've ever received. I mean, of course, uh, being married to Becca probably did top that. And having uh, my children probably too. Those were the great gifts. But nonetheless, Hook and a remote-controlled car, they, that, what a gift. What's the best gift you've received? What are we seeing on the screen? We're seeing Lego. Lego Death Star, I think that says. A phone, a pink violin. I wonder if that's Gus Rosier at home saying his pink violin was the best thing he'd ever received. Um, we're getting karaoke machines, coffee machines, all sorts of great toys and, and, and gifts. Well, we've got a gift for you actually in the room today. So, Chloe Grace and Anna Rose, would you mind coming up here and distributing some gifts to people? We've got some chocolate. Um, If anybody can't have chocolate for any reason, we do have some um, sweets as well, which are suitable for vegetarians. So we've got all all the bases covered, I believe. Um, Bicycle seems to be the biggest word, so maybe that's the best gift in general that people have received. Uh, Of course, (laughs) swiftly followed by money. Um, While the chocolates are being distributed, let me tell you a story about Solomon. I want to tell you about Solomon, and I want to tell you about the best gift Solomon had ever received. You see, Solomon was the son of King David. Do you remember King David, one-time shepherd in the field, and then anointed by God to be the greatest king that Israel has ever had? A king who won many battles for the Lord, a, a king who accomplished many things for Israel. The best king ever must have been a bit intimidating for Solomon to follow the act of his father, mustn't it? And we read about him in 1, in 1 Kings chapter 3, that Solomon, who as a young, a young boy loved and worshipped God, was worshipping God one evening, when at nighttime, as he was dreaming, God came to him and said to him, whatever you ask, I will give to you. Now, this is a very unusual thing for God to do because we need to understand God is not a genie in a lamp who says, whatever your wish, it will be my command. And so there's more going on than meets the eye here. God is wanting to see what's in the heart of Solomon. And God is also wanting Solomon to know that he was the God of David and he is the God of Solomon too. He's going to be with you. And so do you know what Solomon asked for in the dream? In the dream, Solomon said, I'm just a little boy who's actually 20 years old, but felt like a boy compared to the task that was before him. He said, how can I lead this great people of Israel? How can I discern what's right and wrong? And so he said, God, if I can have one thing, it is the gift of wisdom. Help me to know what to do. And God gave him that gift. And Solomon became the wisest of all people ever lived, the wisest who had lived before then, the wisest who had lived since. In fact, Solomon's wisdom has been passed down from generation to generation so that 3,000 and more years later, we can read in the Bible the wisdom that God gave Solomon in the book of Proverbs, amongst others. And yet, did you know that the gift of wisdom was not just for Solomon? Many years later in the Bible, God again gives a promise of the gift of wisdom. Anna, are you taking more chocolates for you or for people? For people is fine. (laughs) Many years later, God promised to give with the gift of wisdom. In James chapter 1, verse 5, you can read it. It says, if any of you lack wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. Let's just zoom in on a few aspects of that verse. First of all, if any of you lack wisdom... Do you ever feel like you lack what you need to be able to get through the day? I I, I do. I actually quote this verse to God very often. Most days, in fact, when I'm going into work, to hospital, I'm thinking, God, you said anyone lacks wisdom, you're going to give it to them generously without finding fault. So please. Um, All we bring to God is our lack. And then what God says is that he will give, as a free gift, wisdom. And not just a little bit, generously. And without finding fault, it's not a case of, if you do this, I'll do that. Neither is it a case of, Mike, let's have a look at your record. Not looking too good. Wisdom withheld. No, actually, God gives wisdom generously without finding fault to all who ask, including to you and to me. What a generous God who loves to give this gift. So the question is, what is wisdom? What is it? Well, to, to answer that, let's see, let, let's see what, what you guys think wisdom is. I, I would like some volunteers, please, and I would like two volunteers, and this is to play a game of word association, which for those of us who are uh, of a certain age will know it as mallet's mallet, okay? Um, a word association game. Uh, can I have two volunteers? Is there anyone who would like to play this? Uh, Lily, I could see your hand was up at the back. If you'd like to come forward, that's totally fine. Anyone else want to play this game of word association uh, with Lily? Is it going to be... Okay, right, in in that case, uh, Becca, can you come up, please? It's going to be you versus Lily. I know who my money's on. Um, Can I have... uh, Rich, can we have that lollipop, please? By that, I mean the microphone. And uh, Lily, here you go. Just hold this. Right, so this game... This game involves prizes, okay? okay? This game is a game where I will say a word to you, Lily, and you have to say the first word that comes to mind that's kind of associated with that word. So that word might remind you of something else. So I might say to you, paint, and you, might say, and you might say color, and then Becca might say blue, and you might say red, and then you might say green, and then you might say pink. And it keeps going until if you either repeat a word that's already been said, or if you pause for too long, then I'm afraid it's game over. And the prize goes the other way. Okay? Um, Can I just hear some cheers for Lily? Lovely. Some cheers for Becca. (laughs) And some more cheers for Lily. Okay. So, why don't we give you a warm up, okay? So, we're going to have two rounds, and this is the first round. It's a bit of a warm up. And we're going to start with you, Lily, okay? The word is ball. Basketball. That's fine. Tennis. Football. Player. Team. Team. Okay, you lose. (laughs) (laughs) Becca loses. So this is, that's how the game works. So it's one nil to Lily, Okay. Uh, I I realise that we need to play three rounds for it to be the first to two, best of three. So um, should we go to, let's let Becca start this time, Lily, Okay, Because she's a bit struggling here. (laughs) No, Right, first word <laughs> coat, hat. hat, jacket, scarf, gloves, cold, warm, sunshine, weather, clouds, storm, thunder, lightning, rain. Thank you, rainbow. <laughs> Rainbow. Colours. Red. Orange. (laughs) We could be here a while, folks. Green. Grass. Careful. Careful. (laughs) Well done, Lily! Okay. So, um, Becca's playing for Pride now, but um, nonetheless, last round. Lily. Wisdom <laughs> decision. decision Decision Oh decision <laughs> Um thoughts scared. Oh, scared Feelings Sad Happy Smiling Face Eyes Ears Teeth. Toothbrush. Dirty. (laughs) (laughs) Clean. I think your parents will talk to you about that later. Clean. I've gone for clean. Clean. Shiny. (laughs) Sparkly. Oh, back to teeth. Think teeth oh, you done. can't say teeth twice. So, <laughs> unlo- but Actually, though, Lily, what a performance. I mean, that was amazing. So, Becca, great good. performance. Well done. Lily, fantastic performance. There is a prize for you, Lily. Have these uh, chocolate buttons, and thank you very much for playing. Well, that was fun. You'll notice that... Um, you know, wisdom's a little bit hard to define, isn't it? What comes to mind? What comes to mind? Uh, we're going to play one, one more game. It's kind of, partly it's a game, partly it's just an opportunity for me to get a bit of advice from you for reasons that will become clear. We're going to play a game of wise or unwise, okay? Um, I'm going to show you a series of images, and, um, and I just want you to vote either wise or unwise. And, and at home, you can do this just by typing in the chat. And, um, and we'll take it from there. So this is the first image that's going to come up on your screen. Bungee jumping. Wise or unwise? Put your hand up for wise. Okay, put your hand up for unwise. Okay, so in the room here, unwise wins. I wonder what was happening on the chat at home. Okay, generally, I think it's generally an unwise thing to do. But, you know, uh, although I do think of myself as an adrenaline kind of guy. Um, <laughs> let's go to the next image, please. Spiders. Okay, picking up a spider in the house and taking it out of the house. Uh, wise or unwise? Put your hand up for wise. Yeah, I think it's a wise thing. to Put your hand up for unwise. Okay, so there are definitely some arachnophobes in the room. Um, but wise had the vote, and I agree with you. Uh, ne- next image, please. Ah, Gandalf. <laughs> Gandalf the wizard. There should be no comp- question about this. But put your hand up for wise. Yeah, okay. Unwise. Yeah, okay, so most people think that's wise, and actually with age comes wisdom a lot of the time, and so it's a good idea for us to be looking to those older than us, more experienced than us, to impart some wisdom. So I agree, wise. How about the next one? Going on a plane this summer. (laughs) Now, some of you might be doing that, and I don't mean to give anyone the eebie-jeebies, but wise or unwise, going to an airport this summer. Put your hand up for wise... Okay, good. I, I think the optimist might be already planning to do that. Um, unwise. Some people think it's unwise. Well, let us know how you get on, those of you who are um, doing that. And this is the final one, please. Puppies. Now, we need you to settle this because in the Blaber household, this has been an ongoing conversation. You know, some of us want a puppy. Other of us think that's not a great idea. So, please, let's settle this here and now. Puppies. Wise or unwise? Put your hand up for wise. I f- this vote is rigged. Put your hand up for unwise. Okay, good. So I think, you know, it's in the balance and hopefully, hopefully the people at home will make it clear what the right thing to do is there. Wisdom, Wisdom. wisdom—a bit hard to um, to pin down. Wisdom. Let's 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 hear what the Cambridge Dictionary says about wisdom. See, according to the Cambridge Dictionary, wisdom is the ability to use your knowledge and experience to make good decisions and judgments. Okay, your knowledge and your experience to make good decisions and judgments, and perhaps the knowledge and experience of others to help you make good decisions and judgments. The problem with that is it does seem to suggest that one needs to have gained a certain amount of knowledge and experience in order to be able to be wise. The biblical definition of wisdom given by the Bible Project is that wisdom is living well in this world. Slightly simpler. Wisdom means living well in this world. It doesn't mean that everything goes well for you. It, It means that whatever life is throwing at you, being able to live well through that experience. And again, that doesn't mean being happy all the time either. And we're going to discover over the coming weeks what it does mean. You see, the Bible has several, uh, three books which are known as the books of wisdom. They're the books of Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, and Job. And they all have very different takes on wisdom. And we're going to be in the book of Proverbs over the next two months to discover a little bit more about what wisdom is and how we live by it and how we we take on kingdom wisdom, biblical wisdom, heaven's wisdom, to be able to live well in this world. Um, But wisdom is not the same as intelligence, is it? It's not the same as intelligence. But you do look like quite an intelligent bunch. I'm just going to ask you two questions, both Here in the room and online, this is going to be another Slido thing. So get your smartphones out again. I just want to ask you a few questions. Let's just test your intelligence, okay? Um, The wisdom test will come sometime later, at the end of this teaching series. Okay, but uh, intelligence. So I'm going to ask you the first question. Do you know... um, Keith joined the quiz. (laughs) So various ones of you have joined the quiz. If we go to the first question, hopefully that will, everyone's joining the quiz will be known. So actually, you know, there will be a clear winner, and you'll be able to see who that is at the end. And, um, and if they're here, there's prizes. If there's not, there's just kudos. Um, what is the largest animal on earth? Do you know what's the largest animal on earth? Um, the largest animal on earth. And please, don't try and spot any trick with, behind this question, because I'm not nearly that clever. So just... What's the largest animal on earth? Is it the humpback whale? Is it the elephant? Is it the blue whale? Is it a giraffe? Or is it the saltwater crocodile? What do you think? What do you think, Adina? Do you have an idea? You think a whale. Well, what kind of whale do you think it is? The blue whale? Adina thinks it's the blue whale. I wonder what you guys all think. Why don't we show the results... The blue whale did come off on top, so you all think that Adina is very clever, and and I think you're very wise to think that Adina's clever, because what is the right answer? The right answer is the blue whale. Adina, would you like to come and get some chocolates? Well done, well done, well done indeed. (laughs) Running nervously low on prizes, but nonetheless... There is one more prize to be won. Um, second and final intelligence test question. Um, who is the longest-serving king or queen of all time? Do you know who the longest-serving king or queen of all time is? Was it King Louis XVI of France? Was it, is it Queen Elizabeth II of Britain? Maybe it was King Rama of Thailand. Or do you think it might have been King Johann of Liechtenstein? Or King Franz Joseph of Austria? Who do you think is the longest serving king or queen of all time? Lottie, who do you think it is? I can see your hands up there. Queen Elizabeth. That is a very good try. Shall we bring it to the vote? Let's see what the vote is. Oh, so we've got Queen Elizabeth has come out on top, but is it right? Is it right? Is it right? No, it's actually not right. I don't know why that's. (laughs) (laughs) Trick question. Do you know, Queen Elizabeth is very nearly the longest running king or queen of all time, but it's actually King Louis XVI of France who is the longest running by a matter of days. And because Lottie's answer was so nearly right and so well-reasoned, you do get a prize, Lottie. So why don't you come up here? Um, this, you, you're going to get the prize that's suitable for, for vegetarians, so you just might want to keep one or two of those, just in case there's anyone who's not had anything and need it. Well done, you. Well done. Well done. Excellent. So you are an intelligent bunch, but biblical wisdom, and by the way, Bethany, you clearly are the overall winner, so well done to you. The uh, Campbells are, are flying high today. Um, let's go to the next slide, please, guys. Over the next two months, we're going, to dis- we're going to explore this whole question of what it looks like to live well in the world through the book of Proverbs. We're going to be exploring the wisdom that God has for us as we navigate life, the kind of things that we all experience. We're going to look at knowing God. And what's the heart of wisdom when it comes to knowing God? We're going to look at our words and how we use our words wisely. We're going to look at uh, navigating uncertainty. Sometimes we just have decisions to make. It's not clear which way to go. We're going to look at the Bible's wisdom for that. We're going to look at friendships, how we build wise friendships. We're going to look at well-being. How do we look after ourselves? And we're also going to look at money. How do we handle money wisely? That's where we're going to be going over these coming months to be able to extract from the Bible wisdom for living living well in this world. But really at the very outset, before we do any of those very practical things, I want us just to spend the last two minutes thinking about the foundation, the cornerstone of wisdom, which is Christ, Jesus. It says in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, That Christ has become for us wisdom. You see, Jesus is God's best gift. If wisdom is good judgment, then Christ is our good judgment. And if wisdom is living well in the world, then Jesus has done this for us and now empowers us to live well with Him. But the thing is, Christ doesn't look like wisdom to the world. Some people will laugh at you for it. News of a crucified and a risen Savior does not sound like wisdom to the world. It sounds like foolishness. But the Bible tells us to expect that reaction. If ever your friends at school or your neighbors at home mock you for being a Christian, for following Jesus, then, well, the Bible says we're to expect that. In 1 Corinthians, it tells us that God chose what the world calls foolish to shame what the world calls wise. It says he chose the weak things to overcome the strong, the despised things instead of the celebrated. For what could be more foolish or weak or despised than a crucified man? A man dying on a cross in disgrace. And yet 1 Corinthians says that Christ has become for us the wisdom of God, the power of God. He is the beauty of God. You see, most of us, if we're honest, have not led very wise lives, not consistently. I certainly haven't done that consistently. We may find ourselves making bad decisions from time to time or even trapped in bad habits. And maybe you feel the weight of that now. But Jesus is good news for you. He is God's wisdom. He is God's good judgment. You see, in his crucifixion, Jesus has taken on himself all of the brokenness of our humanity, our sin, our destructive habits, our guilt, our death. And there on the cross, he took the force of all of those things to bring that way of being human to its proper end, the grave. It is finished. And in his resurrection, he has created a new humanity for us to be part of, with him at the center by simply trusting in him. United to the Son of God by simple trust, you can enjoy the life of the Son of God as a gift. His Father is your Father, his Spirit, your Spirit, his future, your future. A gift a gift from the Son of God who has become the wisdom of God for us. And you can embrace wise living now and flourish through him who has given himself to you and made the way for you. That's the good life. It doesn't mean your circumstances will be easy all the time. Actually, the Bible says to expect the opposite. But that even through that, you can know what it is to live well with Jesus at the center And you can know that whatever happens, your eternal security is in Christ. And that's good news. That's really good news. And so look to Jesus, your wisdom. And can I leave you just with one last challenge? This summer, when oftentimes over summer, things are all over the place and the normal structures are not not as as they often are. But why don't you make space this summer to know Jesus? You might have different opportunities to go different directions this summer. Why don't you make space to know Jesus, your wisdom? He wants to be known. The Spirit is always working to make Jesus known. He's the Father's great gift for you. Let's enjoy him as our wisdom. We're going to finish by one last final song. So welcome back and the band back. And as they come, I'm just going to pray for us. Heavenly Father, thank you so much that as a church family we're able to have fun and to enjoy games. I thank you, Father God, that's because you are a God who is full of joy. At, at your right hand are pleasures evermore, the Bible says. In your presence is fullness of joy. And I thank you that you are a God who loves to give wisdom to those who ask, and all we need is our lack. <laughs> Lord, I know I certainly have lack. Thank you, you fill up our lack generously without finding fault. And I thank you that's principally through the gift of Jesus. Christ has become our wisdom. Paul goes on to say that is our righteousness, our holiness, our redemption. He is our way to the Father. And so I pray that we would know you, Lord Jesus, this summer. In Jesus' name, amen.